Hey, ladies and gentlemen, happy Thanksgiving. This is Damon D. I'm here to hang out this week and talk to you about some football. This is, of course, the Under Review Show, the greatest sports betting podcast that may have ever existed. The research is still ongoing, but I think we're pretty close. Now, of course, I'm Damon. I'm your host. You can find this podcast on iTunes at theunderreviewshow.com. Or at Podcast One. Now this week, uh, we got a we got a fun little guest for you. We got a we got an interesting angle to take this week because we're going to talk about some fantasy football. One of our Podcast One brethren, who is on Podcast One as well, has a wicked rad show. His name is uh, Joe Dolan. Um, he's the fantasy guru. Podcast is on Podcast One. It's freaking awesome. I love fantasy football as much as I love betting on sports. We're going to talk fantasy football today because he is a, uh, he's a, he's a good dude and very smart. And there's always some overlap. When anything is happening with sports, there's always an overlap with your bets every single week. Of course, don't forget about our main sponsor, betonline.ag. Head there, use the promo code REVIEW, and they'll give you a little extra uh, bonus for signing up and hanging out. Pretty awesome stuff. There you have it. Um, we're going to get into it. We're also going to uh, talk a bit about uh, this week in football and, uh, you know, the Thanksgiving day that was. I'm Damon D, and uh, welcome. This is the End of Review Show. Cool. All right, guys. This week we've got an uh, uh, extra special guest um, joining us. His name's Joe Dolan. And why Joe Dolan is extra special is um, this man is uh, what is considered by himself, myself, and most people, a fantasy guru. Um, Joe Dolan, of course, has a uh, fantasy guru podcast with us on Podcast One, and he's joining us today to talk fantasy in uh, in what is actually, I guess, the the, the playoff crunch time end of season of uh, of NFL fantasy. Anyway, Joe, thanks for joining us, man. Hey, Damon. Uh, it, it is. It's crunch time. Uh, it's Thanksgiving week, which means we got three games on Thursday. I'm in the middle of writing an article right now, so I could try to at least have a somewhat normal holiday. But um, <laughs> this is I think this is the week when people really start their playoff crunch with fantasy. Um, and if you're if you're like seven and four, eight and three, you're you're trying to make that last move to get you over the hump. Uh, if you're nine and two, ten and one. You're strengthening up for the playoff weeks, and if you're like three and eight, well, you're preparing for next season. Yeah, that's it. You're you're maybe yeah, you're maybe t- you're tanking for the high draft pick, maybe. You know? Yeah, I mean <laughs> that, that's that's entirely possible uh, if your lead carries over like that, and you know, some guys like Todd Gurley, Saquon Barkley, what they're doing, or if you're in a dynasty league, you know, th- th- there there's some viability in that. Yeah, totally. I mean, uh, I'm I'm all for the tank in real life football. Um, the fantasy one can get that can get sketchy. You can have a family meeting with your with your fantasy uh, with your fantasy commissioner if uh, if you see guys doing some uh, you know some odd starts and sits in uh, at this time point in the se- in the season. It's uh, it's you have to be mindful of people's shenanigans at this point. There's a lot you can do to kind of prevent that stuff. Um, I'm in a league where if you win the consolation bracket, you get your of draft pick the next year so you know there, there's there are a lot of anti-tanking methods in oh, fantasy mostly nice. because 
you know, the fantasy draft usually isn't, at least at the top, as big a crapshoot as the NFL draft is. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true, especially in keeper leagues, too, which uh, I don't know how many of those you play, but uh, a few a few keepers. Actually, this is a good question I've got for you. Um, how many keepers is too many keepers in the NFL from season to season, in your opinion? So, the, for example, I'm in a two-keeper league, um, which is phenomenal. You only get two from your previous season. Opens the playing field, but I'm also in another one with five and a rookie for the NFL mm-hmm. for like a 12, 13 team game or a player roster. What's your opinion on those massive keeper leagues? Well, uh, well we have a term for those. Um, uh, and oh, the question becomes that there is a there is a line where a keeper league, uh, Damon, becomes a dynasty league. And a dynasty league is essentially you keep your entire roster. Uh, from from year to year, there there are proto. There's kind of like pseudo dynasty leagues. I'm in two right now that are that are pretty active. I have one where we have a 30 man roster, and it's your entire <laughs> roster is kept year to year. Um, you basically what you do is you drop six guys from that roster before the draft the next year, the rookie draft. So then you can add guys from that draft uh, to your roster. Uh, I'm also in one where we have an 18 man roster, and you keep 12. Uh, from year to year, and those become dynasty leagues. So honestly, I don't think there's a, there's a point where too much is too much. Uh, this twenty, I mean, uh, look, look at this thirty man roster. I got guys on this team like D'Angelo Henderson, Rico <laughs> Gathers. I'm looking at this right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I drafted Darius Geis in the first round. He's on my roster. I obviously haven't played him. He has an ACL tear. So yeah, there there are some guys on this team who are not going to contribute to me this year, but I need to fill them out with somebody. So you're, you're all for the strategy of like the long haul keeper, uh, keeper game. I'm just, I, I struggle. I feel, I feel in, in my personal leagues there, uh, you know, there's some, there's some alpha teams that have been put together over time that are, uh, that are just unsinkable right now. And it's, uh, it's it, for me, I'm just trying to take them, take them down. Cause I'm getting crushed basically is what I'm after. Uh, <laughs> well, I just I mean, some advice to go and, with those those keeper leagues now, also I'm in a league where we only have two keepers, and in this league, it's my, actually my longest running league. I have had the worst injury luck the last three years. I cannot get a good team in this league, but when you have two keepers, all it takes is to kind of draft one or two guys who the next year are going to be awesome. And all of a sudden, you can parlay that into a good team the next year. This year, I drafted Nick Chubb. Um, and although my team's terrible because once again, I got decimated by injuries, I'm going to be able to keep Nick Chubb at a really cheap price next year. And it's going to help me, uh, actually end up having a good team next year. So there's, there's a give and take for both of those. Yeah, I got, I gotcha. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm a super, I'm super happy about the, the two keeper league because it does flip from year to year. But then again, as we discussed a bit offline is, uh, is especially, you know, in, in two keeper leagues this late in the season, you got to be on your toes heading into the playoffs on the waiver wire, um, your, your starts and sits and be very, very good in order to, uh, to make those playoff runs. Cause this is the, it's a game of attrition. You've got to, you got to remember and be paying attention to injuries and who's doubtful and who's questionable as they stack up throughout the season. Right now is a really, really like a clutch time as a fantasy football manager, isn't it? Um, heading into playoff time. Yeah, it's, it's big. And now 
one of the things I always hate early in the season is defense questions uh, like, oh, you know, I got to pick mm. up a defense and should I keep this defense? Should I carry two? And I'm always like, no, you never carry two defenses until this time of year. Um, this is the time of year when you kind of cut some of those guys on your roster who are empty depth. You cut your backup quarterback. Um, you know, maybe maybe you drafted Patrick Mahomes and you need to keep him around this week, obviously, because he's on by. Maybe maybe you keep him. Um, but maybe you drafted Matt Ryan and he was really cheap and you've been keeping Matthew Stafford around. There's no reason to keep Matthew Stafford around right now. Go out and play the matchups with your defense or go handcuff your running back. Uh, if you've got Todd Gurley, go get Malcolm Brown. If you've got Joe Mixon, go get Gio Bernard. That's the type of moves that you that you can make this year with guys on your roster who are empty depth because those guys on your team in week one, week four, stashing an upside guy makes sense. In week 12, it doesn't make that much sense. Okay, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm running this all down right now, so just hang <laughs> on because I have all those guys, and uh, Malcolm Brown's taken. Damn it. Uh, and the guy who's got him too is the worst. Oh. <sighs> Damn. Uh, hey, anyways, I, I uh, obviously under review uh, show is uh, is about betting and sports betting. And I and I always love the correlation. So as I was telling you, on top of this podcast, which is uh, available on the iTunes uh, machine and at underreviewshow.com, I also uh, I also do this this amazingly fun and odd thing. And what I do is I I sit down on Sundays and I watch um, generally the afternoon ga- or the, uh, the late games and, uh, in the late games, I, uh, I live bet while watching and streaming myself betting through the, uh, through the, uh, the late, late games. <clears throat> but it, obviously my fantasy football is generally going off at the same time too. Um, but there's the correlation that I always find between the two is covering spreads late in games and then also racking up fantasy points in, in the garbage time. Garbage time does so much for football. And, you know, even though a team might be up by, you know, 17 points, the spreads three or, or, or seven, it's easily covered by these, you know, when they, when they start doing just a big prevent D and, and guys are just, you know, flying it out there and they don't give a crap because they're down by two touchdowns. Um, and then you, then you, you know, inevitably see all these covers. Here's the deal. Is there, is there a strategy behind, like, are there better garbage time fantasy teams and fantasy players than others do do you look for value in a wide receiver for a team that's always behind late um because well i mean one of the things that you can do is look at the tampa bay buccaneers it seems like they've been giving up a million points and scoring a million points all year so i think that's a team that you would consider in the betting circles a backdoor cover team And, and as you said in fantasy we call it garbage time that being said damon i mean when we're analyzing matchups, we look at spreads. We look at implied totals to say, all right, for this quarterback, there's going to be positive game flow. Uh, if your team is a 10-point underdog to the Chiefs, I'm going to think that quarterback, those receivers, maybe their passing down back has good implied game flow. We're always going to knock like kind of a grinding running back. Let's say a Derrick Henry type of guy. Let's look at the Titans, for instance. If the Titans were 10-point underdogs this week, uh, I would knock Derrick Henry and upgrade Deion Lewis based on that. Now, it doesn't always work because sometimes in the NFL, 
I don't know how, how you define momentum as a better. A lot of people think it doesn't exist. Others who are very smart people do think it exists. Look at what happened to the Eagles last week against the Saints. They had a total burn the tape game. It was they came out, they made bad decisions early, and the Saints just blew them off the field. And Peterson kept Wentz in there, and Wentz was just forcing things, making bad decisions. Turns out they didn't have garbage time production. So it kind of goes right. both ways. And I mean, it's it's case by case, but if, if a team is an underdog, I am going to assume that they're going to be throwing. It doesn't always work that way, uh, as, as I'm sure you know. But uh, yeah, you call it backdooring, we call it we call it garbage time. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's really interesting too, because everybody, I mean, it's, it's like the simplified rules of fantasy, which is uh, almost like an oxymoron in itself. But it's that, hey, good quarterback, good offense. Grab those, grab players on that offense and you're going to get points. But then those disappear in a hurry. And then there's always the opportunity for value with picking up guys late in a season that are essentially what you're saying, right? Yeah, that, that's totally what I'm saying. And now, you know, you look at Tampa Bay, if, if you combine... Ryan Fitzpatrick and Jameis Winston, these, this is the number two fantasy quarterback on the year behind Patrick Mahomes. And the garbage time is a big reason for that. The fact that their defense has been bad. Now, also, they turn the ball over like crazy, and their starting quarterback has been benched three times. That's another thing you got to consider, especially when you're analyzing a team like the Buccaneers or a team that might not have a <laughs> yeah. solidified quarterback situation, the chance that if they fall so far behind, the quarterback gets benched. So it's not always a, oh, God, they're going to be playing from 30 points behind. They're going to throw, throw, throw. That's not always the case, but it is something we look at for sure. Awesome. Hey, uh, thank you so much for doing this, man. How can people find you and your show on the uh, on the Internet machine? Well, uh, follow me on Twitter at FG for fantasy guru underscore Dolan. Um, and, um, you, you follow, you look for the fantasy guru podcast up there on podcast one. Um, I do one with our guy, Russ Clay, uh, who's a dynasty focused guy. We do one on Fridays. We call it our news dump podcast. Uh, we have a waiver wire podcast and our flagship podcast is with John Hansen, uh, uh, our founder of our company and Greg Cosell, who's one of the smartest football minds out there. Uh, that'll be out on Thursdays, although that might actually be out Wednesday this week because of the holiday. That being said, um, yeah, just follow us uh, uh, at the Fantasy Guru Podcast on Podcast One, and uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Joe, I'm, uh, I know I will. I've already enjoyed this very, very much. I could seriously talk about this for like days and days and days. It's like, it's the funny thing. I like have my friends in my life, and I feel like we don't ever talk until fantasy football season comes along. I feel like we don't have anything to talk about. I mean, it's just kind of a natural guy thing that happens. Um, but but until yeah, it, it, I, I get text starting in, in July. <laughs> uh, we I have my uh, yeah. I call it my, my I have my my list of friends who are my August friends. All of a <laughs> totally. sudden, they remember I exist in August. Well, I love it so much because I'm like, oh man, yeah, my friends are awesome, but we don't have anything in common outside of fantasy football. Um, and that's why uh, maybe extra reason I love it so much, uh, Joe. Uh, you're awesome. Thanks for doing this. Make sure you check out Joe. Um, of course, he's on Podcast One, and you can uh, go hang out with him and uh, all of us on that wonderful uh, podcast um, website. Uh, thanks again, Joe, for doing this. Have a happy Thanksgiving, man. Same to you, my friend. I hope you enjoy it. What a great dude. That is Joe Dolan. Fantasy guru. Ah, man, fantasy, I mean, it is the... Uh, it is the bane of my existence, yet it is my favorite thing on the planet. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, it's become a science, almost like sports betting. 
And you know what? I think <laughs> I think it, the the fantasy game got upped really really hard when when you could bet on fantasy. We didn't get into that a little bit. We don't do that much. But um, as soon as that went down, it was like people started getting really really serious about figuring stuff out. Um, of course, let's take a break real quick. Talk about BetOnline.ag. Um, they're our sponsor. Uh, you can head there and use the promo code review for all kinds of good fun nuggets and uh, delicious little pieces of extra money in your account, <laughs> which uh, they taste good. Um, we are without Dave this week, but he did send off uh, his notes for us to give us some insight. Um, he might not be available, but he's always there to give us some insight in in to what's going on in sports betting. So. Uh, let's jam through it real quick. I mean, um, in terms of consensus betting for, for this week, um, one of the teams that uh, is the bane of a guy like Dave's existence, but is great for us as sports bettors, um, are the New England Patriots. So um, coming off a an embarrassing loss and a bye week um, and going up against a division rival that they've traditionally beat the snot out of, the consensus on the New England Patriots right now is obviously through the roof. Now, it's not as big as some of the... Uh, um, of the of the you know consensus wagering you, you know uh, uh, landslides that existed where it was 80 90 percent but it's in the high you know 60s 70s of the money is on New England and when in in a week that has come back down to earth where there's not a lot of these anomalous huge one-sided bets uh, the Pats over the Jets who um, have like traditionally crushed and creamed um, the Pats over the Jets is uh, one of our big big consensus. Uh, bets for the week, which I think, I mean, it's writing in the world. Everyone's, everyone's talking, they're starting to buzz, right? The buzz is coming out about it. But uh, Pat's consensus still at minus 10, though, at betonline.ag. They're 10-point favorites, total sitting at 47.5. And, um, and, uh, and the New England Patriots are uh, mass consensus faves in terms of where the wagering is going. Um, be that as it may, um, our celebrity triple Teaseburger of the week actually involves the New England Patriots, um, where we teased them down to four points. Uh, I believe we got it at 11. Um, we got it at 11 points originally, um, but the idea every single week is we do a tease up and a tease down, triple teaser. The Pats are, are uh, one of our big ones. And then uh, we also had uh, the Saints last night. We teased them down from 13 and a half or 14 points down to seven, minus seven. Nailed that on Thanksgiving, a Thanksgiving miracle that we actually made that bet. So part of our triple tease burger, a big consensus, New England Patriots took that minus 10, brought it down to minus four. And then uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, we've actually teased that all the way to plus three for Pittsburgh. So they're also a very high consensus bet right now, um, 60, 60% plus people or high 60% are on them to cover uh, wherever you got it, between three and four points over Denver. Um, we teased them to plus three. So our triple tease burger this week was New Orleans Saints teased down to minus seven, nailed it. We got the Pats teased down to minus four. Feeling pretty good about that with a consensus. Uh, at minus 10, the consensus, you know, 70% plus of people are feeling that they're going to cover a Jets team that they'd love to beat up on. Once again, coming off a bye week, coming off an embarrassing loss. Um, this is a team that, that gets their shit together real fast. And then the only one that, you know, you always have to have one that's not a guarantee to make a little bit of money off these things. And that is the Pittsburgh game. That is the, uh, we got Pittsburgh teased down to plus 
three. So all they got to do is win. All they got to do is win or just not lose by more than a field goal. And uh, and we're laughing. And uh, of course, we bet that with uh, our good friends at betonline.ag. I head there, and uh, what we do is uh, uh, bet it through them, and then uh, and then I post the bet slip on the Twitter machine. And the Twitter machine, of course, uh, is um, you know, you, know uh, you just search for Under Review Show, and you'll find us. You can also find us at uh, underreviewshow.com. And uh, on that, there's an interesting extra part of of that. This is another crazy aspect of this. Um, this game that I love. What we do is uh, every Sunday I pick um, a marquee matchup or matchups, and then I stream myself live. I live stream myself live betting on the game while watching it. So it may seem boring. It's basically just a camera on me. Obviously, for licensing reasons, I can't have the game on with me. But um, what I can do is watch it alongside of you. It's real time. It's uh, the delays maybe a, a handful of seconds. We hang out, and then um, at Bet Online, you they allow for you to bet on uh, every single drive, uh, the outcome of the drive, um, what the what the type of score is going to be, who what team's going to score next, uh, you name it. They've got a ton, a myriad of different um, options for you to bet on live during a game, and that's what we do. I bet live during the entire game and try to make money. You can check if you uh, check out Under Review Show on YouTube. You can see some of the archived footage of my three hour broadcasts of me losing my mind and my money. Not always. Losing my mind and my money, hanging out and uh, and watching the game kind of alongside you. And uh, uh, people, you can weigh in and chat and, and talk about what to bet on and what not to bet on. Um, it's a tremendous amount of fun, and uh, it's kind of a new angle to this uh, to the world of sports betting. It's a companion to watching a game is, uh, is you hanging out with me as I live wager my way through an afternoon. And uh, surprisingly, I don't run out of things to say, and it also um, becomes very exciting, and it's a blast. And I encourage you to do that. It's Under Review Show on YouTube or just head to the Under Review or just underreviewshow.com and uh, we embed the feed there and there's always links coming from that. Of course, you can find me at Damon D on, uh, on the Twitter machine and I'm always updating stuff there. There you go. There you have it, guys. Another uh, quick short week. We had three games in the books. Um, we've got the week coming up. Bet online. I'll give you a little bit of love in the, uh, in the old bonus department. If you use the promo code review i'm damon d thanks for tuning in find us on itunes podcast one thunderreviewshow.com adios muchachos